You are listening to the Ortho Idea Podcast, where we bring you the newest trends in orthopedic technology. Tune in for engaging interviews with medical device executives, surgeons, and surprise special guests discussing new disruptive technology in the marketplace. Here is your host, Eric Anderson. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Ortho Idea Podcast. My name is Eric Anderson, and I'll be your host today. And this episode is powered by MedicalSalesRx.com, which is your only online platform for medical sales community. So with that being said, today I'm really excited to have on the podcast Jamie Rindler, and he is the CEO of the Marvel Group. And in our pre-show call that we did, I am fascinated by what he is doing and almost, I'm going to use the word trailblazer on just a different way of thinking about medical device. And I just want to lead off in the intro with this statement that he has is that, you know, this Marvel group empowers private practice spine surgeons to attract more ideal patients and referral sources through their exclusive medical device patient warranty. And yes, I said patient warranty. So that should pique your interest. So without further ado, Jamie, how are you today? Hey, Eric, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited, especially after we touched base a few weeks back about on our pre-show call there, and you kind of told me what you guys are doing, and it's fascinating. So I'm going to stop talking and allow you to describe, you know, and talk about what you guys are doing and introduce yourself, of course, and then talk about what you're doing. Okay. Well, you did a great job introducing me. I'm the CEO and founder of Marvel Group. We're based in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex here in Texas. And yeah, so we're working with primarily with private practice spine surgeons, either solo or part of a larger group to provide a surgical outcome warranty to their patients. And you can think of the surgical outcome warranty as a 365-day post-op surgical outcome warranty. We call it the patient promise. And it reimburses the patient up to $5,000 if the patient ends up needing to go back to the operating room for any reason within a year. So that could include infection or it could include a piece of medical device or hardware that broke or migrated, could include a hematoma for any reason. As long as it's related to the original surgery, we'll take care of the patient. So you alluded to this, it's kind of a groundbreaking offering in spine surgery, and it's created quite a lot of buzz and a lot of inbound inquiries from all over the spine field, from surgeons, facilities, medical device companies, and distributors, including patients. So it's been good for us. Yeah, and if you would, kind of, because obviously this is groundbreaking. I don't know if anybody else is doing this. And you're obviously, like I said before, a trailblazer. How did you come up with this thought process? Or how did you come up with this idea? Because it's fascinating. It's fascinating to think about that, you know, we have so many things that we purchase in our lives that have warranties, and we've never done it in medical device. Well, nobody's ever done a medical device. So here you are. So yeah, if you could tell us how you came up with this idea. Sure. So I actually came up with this idea as a patient. In my late 20s, I needed spine surgery. I had a microdiscectomy, L4-5 on the left side. I was a young father at that time. My wife, Amelia, who I met in high school, we had three kids already, and we had twins on the way. And it was a big deal for me to have to go in for surgery. 
And I remember thinking something's missing here. There should be, you know, I get a new muffler on my car and there's a warranty. I get right. an iPhone or the iPhone wasn't out back then, but I get a new phone and there's a warranty. But gosh, I'm going to have this major life changing event. And there is no kind of reassurance or guarantee that it's going to get done right the first time. So that was like my primitive thinking of how this should work. And that was the first idea of it. And that thought process has kind of evolved over the years to it's not so much about the warranty and the money back to the patient as it is about what that says to the patient. And what that says to the patient is you're choosing a surgeon that someone or some company is willing to put their money behind and say, that surgeon has been vetted and his results, his outcomes, his technique, his team, his facility, his clinic, everybody around him, including himself, operates at such a high standard and high level that a company is willing to back the outcomes up and put some money where their mouth is. And that says a lot to the patient. It's kind of a tip of the hat that, yes, you've chosen the right surgeon and you're in the best hands possible. Well, absolutely. And, you know, I talk a lot about this on LinkedIn about the medical device world or the medical device companies and their marketing and their need to organically grow their patient population or attract patients. You know, they're still sticking with a piece of paper with a, you know, a cool drawing of their implant and they, you know, send it to people. It's mind blowing. And this completely is a different paradigm where now this is patient centric marketing in any way I could go on and on and on about this is very exciting stuff to me. But, you know, it's you've changed the game now. Now the patient and those in the marketing world, you know, it's kind of demand gen type. You're attracting the ideal patients for these surgeons. And what's been the surgeon feedback you've received? Well, surgeon feedback is sort of broken into two buckets. Some surgeons look at me and say, is there something wrong with you? Are you crazy? <laughs> we were taught in medical school to never offer any kind of guarantee of outcomes to a patient. And my rebuttal there is, well, we're not telling the patient they're going to be pain-free or they're going to have a successful outcome. What we're saying to the patient is, if you don't have a successful outcome, we're going to pitch in and help you with your out-of-pocket expense if you have to go back to the operating room. No one can guarantee an outcome. That's not logical. But the people involved in the continuum of care can get together and guarantee that they'll help, that we'll help the patient with their out-of-pocket expense if they don't get the ideal outcome and they have to go back to the operating room. So some surgeons immediately take that approach. Other surgeons, some surgeons see the business side of this and the marketing and communication piece to their community and their referral sources, and they instantly pick it up and they think kind of like what you and I do. Well, this is a huge differentiator for me as a surgeon in the community, just being part of this program and being able to offer this and then being able to communicate it to my referral sources that I understand the trust that you put in me as your surgeon that you're referring to, and here's what I'm willing to do in order to sort of memorialize that trust 
I'm going to offer this benefit to all the patients that you send to me. And it's the same conversation with the patient as well. And there are some variations between those two buckets, but essentially they seem to fall somewhere in between in that spectrum, the response from the surgeon. Well, and that's fantastic. Yeah. And you're right. If I was a surgeon in my local community and I had this to offer, I would be all over it. I mean, it would be a no brainer. Obviously there are those out there that are reluctant to change. I'll put it that way or describe them in that fashion. But again, back to the medical device company, you know, if they have somebody out there willing to, boy, I'm just thinking all the variations of how you could partner with these medical device companies to attract their, the ideal patient for the surgeon. And what's been the medical device company's feedback? Yeah, I've been waiting for you to ask this question, Eric, because I know you're super passionate about this part of the industry, the device manufacturers. So I spend, and we spend a lot of time here at Marvel Group talking to spine device manufacturers and tissue banks and biologic manufacturers and trying to shape the way that they think about this. Because what's happening in the med device space, it's happening in spine. It happened first in orthopedics with total joints, and now it's happening in spine where the products are being commoditized, which means the prices are continuing to fall. And that hurts the margins of the medical device companies. And it's being compounded now because of inflation, so which is a hidden sort of price decrease that no one can stop. When it's in the 8 to 10 to 11 12% a year range, that's a pretty big decrease in purchasing power with the dollars that you get back from selling a device. So there are all kinds of economic pressures happening to the device manufacturers. And there are two things that... I see the device manufacturers kind of grabbing onto with this program. There are three things. One is that it creates quite a bit of goodwill for their product in the community. Like, because this program is supported by and paid for sort of like an extended warranty. I don't like that term, but sort of like a supercharged warranty provided by the manufacturer. So it creates quite a bit of goodwill in the community, but it also creates more importantly, a, conversation between the manufacturer and their customer, who's the hospital or the ASC of, I know you want another price decrease, but how about instead we offer this amazing benefit attached to our products instead of just keep cutting pricing. And our product is different. It creates these amazing outcomes when it's put in the hands of these amazing surgeons. And we want to provide this benefit. So let's, keep pricing where it is, or maybe even you need to pay a little bit more for this product if you want to provide this benefit to the patient. And then the third piece is something I haven't talked about with you yet, but there is a very robust and innovative data collection and analytics program that comes along with being with the products being in this program, the surgeon being enrolled in the surgical stewardship program. We call that our pro data and analytics program. We partnered with a company out of Chicago called Patient IQ, and these guys have really got it together. They've got a university-level data collection and analytics program. It's in Wash U and Stanford University and a bunch of prevalent private practices around the country. And we're collecting patient-reported outcomes along with a bunch of very important data out of the operating room to provide a baseline And then we're providing that information back to the surgeon, to the device company, just as part of being enrolled in this program. And so then the device companies can use that information 
to improve their design. They know now which cases are ending back up, which patients are ending back up in the operating room, and some cases why they're ending up in the operating room. And you know as well as I do, Eric, a lot of the manufacturers don't have access to that data. Once the implant goes in, the manufacturer kind of falls out of the loop. Their piece is over. So we're providing that information back to the manufacturer, and I think they definitely see a lot of value in that. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, that information is invaluable to the companies. And you're right. Once patient is gone, it's very hard to track performance of the implant for that company. And I would imagine a company would much prefer to partner with you in a geographical area than, let's just say, some guy who's got a distributorship and kind of in an office in his house and nothing. There's anything wrong with that. But I mean, you're obviously providing as the distribution arm a fantastic benefit to the company. Well, we try do the best we can. There are, yeah. there, you know, there are lots of politics and it's very complicated in this industry behind the scenes. And so it doesn't understand. always work out, but <laughs> we try to. Understand, understand. Well, I mean, obviously you're in the spine world and as my wheels have been turning on this, do you see any other applications? I mean, I can see something where they, this thought process and this model could cross over to other genres of orthopedics. Have you thought about that? Yeah. Over the course of the past two years, we've received calls from all of the big manufacturers, most of the large manufacturers of knees and hips and even shoulders. Sure. And there's a consistent message. You know, they called us because they wanted to talk about possibly partnering on some sort of surgical outcome warranty for knees and hips. And there is a consistent message that came back. It always went something like this. Oh, that's really innovative. And that's awesome what you guys are doing in Spine. We've been working on something like that for about 18 months here at our company, and we haven't been able to figure out how to do it yet. And to their credit. That's so it, weird. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. That's so weird, Jamie. You would hear that, and they didn't get anything done. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> well, there is one of those major manufacturers decided to get something done, and we are in late stage talks with that manufacturer. I'm still operating under a non disclosure and can't talk about who they are quite yet, but you should know here shortly. And so there is something in the works along the same lines, a little bit different because we're dealing with a dynamic implant with knees and hips that moves and it's more heavily weighted towards the mechanical coverage than just a pure surgical outcome warranty, but there is some surgical outcome warranty attached to it as well. And so that's going to be exciting to watch that roll out over the next year or so. Yeah, that's very exciting. And as we talked before on our pre-call, I just see this as you really might be instrumental in changing the way our industry operates. And then what I mean by that is, is that, you know, for so many years, the marketing of products, like I said, has been, you know, let's put a cool, you know, picture on a piece of paper and have sales reps run out and give it to our docs. And anyway, you know, I'm kind of poking fun a little bit here, but our industry has struggled so much with organic patient centric marketing and you're changing that and you're doing that. And I commend you because I think that it's going to be fantastically successful. What is typically happens when a patient contacts you? Because that's what I find completely 
out of the realm of norm of what happens right now because patients will call the medical device company and they go, well, just call the surgeon or, you know, surgeon locator. What do patients have to say when they contact you? Well, that kind of goes into two camps as well. So I'm okay. at a family wedding a couple weeks ago. This is a good example of one side of the camp. And a great uncle who I see, you know, once every five years was at the wedding mm-hmm. and he asked me, about the patient promise. I maybe saw it on LinkedIn or something, or maybe another family member told him about it. And I told him what it was and he crossed his arms and he said, yeah, you know, the only warranty I want from a medical device company is if something goes wrong within five years, I want disability insurance. I want $50,000 a year for the rest of my life. And I, <laughs> I just said to him, you know, that's economically, that's impossible for us to offer. <laughs> I I hear your point. I understand what you're saying, which brings me to the other camp. The other camp is the people who see our messaging. We work really hard to explain that it's not about the money. Like the money is just us putting something tangible behind our promise. We know that $5,000 isn't going to change your life. Now, it might for, you know, when I was in my late 20s and I had three kids, $5,000 was very, very, very meaningful to me. If it would have sure. back then. And there's still a lot of families where that's very meaningful, but it's more meaningful to know why that surgeon is backed by that surgical outcome guarantee and what criteria they have to go through. And it's sort of meant to serve as kind of like a warm blanket to the patient that you're making the right choice. It's not just about the $5,000. It's about the fact that this surgeon was invited to participate in this program. He uses the latest devices. His whole team is on board to make sure with the latest training and the best facilities and the lowest infection rates and the best outcomes so that you as a patient know that you are getting the best possible care for your particular pathology. And now it's those folks that we're trying to convert everybody to. Sure. And I think it will take time, but obviously you will do that because as you said perfectly, you well said before is this industry is changing and our margins are decreasing and that's okay. Every industry goes through this. It's those who find innovative ways to attract the ideal patient or have the ideal customer, surgeon customers. Those are the ones that always went out in the end. It is kind of how it all works. And so I think what you've done is it's exciting. So where do you see this go? And I always ask everybody kind of what the future looks like. And I know you probably can't go into too much, just obviously, because these are plans that you're going to unveil eventually. But what do you see the future of Marvel Group? Well, we're seeing some pretty intense demand. You know, this week I'm on the road presenting in Florida. The week after that at another spine conference in Cabo, we're getting some pretty regular inbound requests through LinkedIn and through our website. And so we're going to buckle up and grow and we'll see where this goes. And I'm hoping that other industry participants follow our lead and do the same thing. And a surgical outcome warranty becomes commonplace for everybody in the U.S., for all patients, because it really does lead to getting everybody focused on improving outcomes and reducing healthcare costs. Some people say, well, how does that reduce healthcare costs? Well, giving money back to the patient or back to the self-funded employer, which 
is a teaser for our next step, is in my opinion, the purest way of reducing healthcare costs. You give the money back to the person that paid it in the first place, the patient and their employer. If things don't turn out like we all hope they would, then we try again. So I'm hoping that the industry, I don't know, what are we in a $68 billion industry, Eric, between orthopedic and neurosurgery implants? I'm hoping the $70 billion industry moves in this direction. That's what I'm hoping for. And everybody gets on the same trade, which will help advance, you know, spine surgery and orthopedic surgery in ways that we could have never imagined by collecting all of this data and essentially making promises to the patients that we're going to take care of them. Yeah. And that's something that the medical device industry as a whole has been a challenge communicating that to the patients. You know, they go see their doctor, that's their trusted point of contact. And now it's changed where, you know, there's a lot of research done by patients and they're going out and I mean, they are, we could talk about whether it's on LinkedIn or Instagram or even TikTok. You see some docs, hashtag the fro, you know, he's out there, you know, giving these testimonials and they're seeing that and they're going to him because they want to see him as a surgeon. And so that's how this whole thing. And and I think what you're doing right now is so innovative and it's going to be fun to watch your your success. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. And and I was going to ask you for, as far as if a patient and or surgeon wants to get in contact with the Marvel Group, what's the best way to do that? Check out our website at marvelgp.com or look up Marvel Group or myself on LinkedIn and send a message over. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. Gotcha. And you kind of mentioned that you are traveling to all these different conferences and obviously you're in the Dallas area right now, but you seem like you're going to be expanding to several different markets. Is that your plan as well? Yeah, we're already... Dallas-Fort Worth is just a piece of our business. The Patient Promise is currently available in Columbus, Ohio, Dayton, Ohio, Dallas, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, Longview, Texas, Nashville, Tennessee. We've currently got conversations going with surgeons who want to bring this program to their hometown, Maine to Washington. So keep an eye open. If you need a surgeon locator, reach out to us at marvelgp.com and we'll connect you as a patient with a surgeon that offers the patient promise. Well, that's great. Well, thank you. I really appreciate, Jamie, you coming on today and discussing all the innovative things you're doing at Marvel Group. And again, if you want to get in touch with Jamie and or find out more about the Marvel Group, it's marvelgp.com. And so with that, I really, again, appreciate you coming on, Jamie. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule as you become more and more successful, we'll plan on having you come on again if that works for you. Great, Eric. Thanks for the invitation today. And uh, it's great to connect with you. And I will talk to you yeah. soon. Absolutely. Thanks, Jamie. Take care. You too. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Ortho Idea Podcast. If you would like to learn more about the technologies discussed, please visit www.orthoidea.com.